0: Hey, hello. We have a live show October 25th in LA at the Teragram Ballroom at 7 p.m. All ages are welcome, though, you know, our humor, you know, judge accordingly. But still, want to let you guys know tickets are going fast. We're almost out of VIP tickets and we have some general admission tickets still going at chaluminatipod.com. You can go click that poster and go buy your tickets again. October 25th, take the day off. We're going to have a Halloween sort of themed live show. It's going to be super fun. And I promise you, the opener of this thing is going to be killer. Anyway, that's all I got for you. Enjoy the Minisode compilation. IlluminatiPod.com, October 25th. Let's go. 71 nah we're approaching a hundred only about 29
1: episodes away yeah. we're getting oh, there yeah
0: and uh, I got some fun things for you today, boys. I hope you got some good stuff. I
1: look, I, uh, I couldn't be more excited. I love you know what? I love recycling. And what I've got <laughs> is some leftover trash from the VIP experience of our live show that I did not get to.
2: Leftover trash. I, yeah, wow. curated,
1: curated Reddit <laughs> spooky goodness that I did not get to share with the audience because I don't know how to leave time for an hour of talking. In a, in right. a live segment. So I brought, no, it's just, I brought two stories that I sourced from Reddit that I did not use. And I will read them here for you all now. All right. Cause I think that would be fun. All but, right. I'm ready for it. But is that, is that how we start? Shall I do it? Is that it? how you
0: want to start? I can start. If you want me to do something quicker, it depends on how you feel.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's see what's going on in current events. Yeah. I got you. So. Last
0: week, I brought you guys scientific proof of a balloon. Jack Skellington floating through the air.
1: I'm so fucked up by the, the Jack Skellington balloon. I'm
0: not that over dig, it.
2: Yeah, I'm not still over messing it. with
1: me. Fear uh, not, though. Another flying human has been seen.
0: He looks like uh, a this Mega time, man
1: boss from the 1930s. He looks
2: <laughs> fucked up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he really does. This time, though, we're not in L.A. This flying man has been seen in Glasgow, Scotland. Oh, I will send you a video of this flying man. While I read the article here. Don't here we go. There's your flying man. Okay. Right? That's the right one? Yeah, that's the right one. There we go. And I'll read this. A couple in Scotland were left scratching their heads when they spotted a puzzling object floating over the city oh of Glasgow. Oh my god. And some suspect that the oddity could be a flying humanoid. According according to local media report. The strange sighting occurred earlier this week when Lindsay Curry and her boyfriend noticed <laughs> <laughs> noticed the particular, the peculiar UFO in their, in the sky outside their apartment in the neighborhood of Mary Hill.
2: The thumbnail is so ridiculous looking. <laughs>
0: It's like a weird angel in the clouds, but blurry and pixelated. It's Very boy, weird. It looks,
1: I don't, it, it, speaking of Doctor Who, we were just talking about Doctor Who in the in the in the regular episode. That looks exactly like a uh, what are they called? Zor, Zogon, Vogon? What are they called? The ones that can shape shift. That looks like one of them. They look it looks like a starfish mm. man alien, like from a like a um, rubber suit from the sixties.
0: If you if you're curious at the, which the method is, this couple captured this footage. They put their phone camera to the lens of a binocular. So there you're, what you're seeing is through the binoculars. Is that why? Yeah. It looks like a
1: weird, like 1920s, like pre current technology.
2: (laughs) Nickelodeon film. (laughs) I feel terrible for thinking this, but the first thing I thought of when I saw this image of this flying man, do you remember back when, when president George W. Bush was running the show and Algrave Prison, they were torturing prisoners. I'm going to send you a link. Oh, my God. The chick who's like with the, the with the who's cigarette like in the hood. Yeah, yeah. it yeah, looks yeah. exactly the dude like on that. the chair. Yeah, you're right. Actually. It looks Holy it shit. has the energy. It
1: literally deadass looks like a T posing bloodborne boss flying through the air is what it looks <laughs> like. To me. It's very weird looking. Yeah, yeah, it's super weird. Are you about to tell me that you know what this is, or that no, you I have, have no, no idea? idea? Uh,
0: that's it. This is all we have. This is all that exists of this right now. It's still fresh, just from a couple of days ago. Uh, yeah, we have no idea. It could be a balloon. It could be a Jack Skellington balloon. Who fucking knows?
1: It doesn't look very alive. No,
0: it's very still in the way it glides through the air. It just is very, very yeah. standy still.
1: Um, but it could but be like for you a boys, weird Monty Python esque sorcerer or something, you know, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what this is.
0: Um, but if that's not enough for you boys, I bring to you, I think the third this year alone, a uh, Nessie sighting caught on camera. A
1: real one. What a do you think? What do you, before we watch this, what do you think of this? I don't want to. Here's your Nessie sighting. Just go ahead and check it out first. Did you bring this it, cause it's funny or did you bring this cause it's exciting?
0: What Where, if I said it's kind of neither? All right, all right, all right. I'll read this. All right. A diligent Loch Ness webcam viewer with a history of spotting anomalies that just might be the site's resident monster has once again recorded such an oddity. Ireland's Oyen oh man, I'm going to fuck this up. His first name's Oyen, I think, E-O-I-N. His last name is O-foudhagen. O-foudhagen. uh There's no way that's right. Yeah, the, whatever that you just is, said-
1: it's probably yeah, it's pronounced right. like it's probably pronounced no, like on. Jacob
0: Smith or something. It's like yeah, it's it in the pro- Zoom chat. Tell yeah. me I didn't pronounce that correctly.
1: I, I see it. I'm not even gonna try oh, like how to gain Wayne Wayne O'Faden. It's pr-
2: yeah, it's probably like Wayne O'Faden. <laughs> well, uh, i am doing my I, best
1: dude i don't know i i that is that is a line i do not cross i cannot that's get fine that right. i tried i'm ir i'm irish
0: i can try I'm are we wild. saying
1: that thing out there on the water is
0: the guy yes what you're seeing slowly moving across the water is supposedly nessie uh he says uh he established himself as something of a nessie whisperer by way of the live stream which watches over what the iconic mean? scottish site nessie whisperer, whisperer? you know
1: what yeah, is he doing the, He's he, looking on the webcam. He's like a guy who comes to the zoo and he always sees a fucking Nessie. That's what it is.
0: Well, you ask, and I'll answer. Over the last two years, the committed monster hunter has amassed a staggering thirteen reports of curious incidents occurring on this very webcam. With his latest potential sighting being a case this from mid October. So the footage you're seeing is from mid October.
1: Are there not boats allowed on this lock? It doesn't come
0: on. That's a boat to you. Look how slow it's moving. I mean, like, no way that's all all I'm saying
1: is like, is there like something at least where he's like, there are no record of any water craft in the area at this time? Like, is there anything that like, I mean, okay, literally, I'm looking at this and it looks like. A boat.
2: Like, <laughs> you know, like I it
1: doesn't have the agree. three little, you know, humps that Nessie has or whatever in the famous pick or whatever. It doesn't, it's well, not. Here's what, just here's looks, what he yeah. says
0: about it it's a black object high out of the water moving down the lock on the northern side. And high a out of the caption water is a relative term. He says it's about two feet above the water.
2: If you told
1: me that that was footage of a speedboat, I would be like, yes, it is. I, I believe you. Yes, I accept that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it, it's not a stretch. It doesn't look unnatural wait, in any way.
0: So here's the thing, right? Let me read this, because we might be looking at the wrong thing here. In a captured video of the incident above, a dark anomaly can be seen traveling down the water until it appears to realize that there is a boat heading towards it. So we're looking at the boat now. It's on the other side of the boat. What? It's like heading towards it, it says. The oddity then submerges as the vessel passes across the area where the possible monster was last seen. Okay. So that's the so. That, You're right. That is a boat. There's something it's heading
1: toward. I don't see. Is there, I'm a looking time code on this. I'm. Uh, what well, did I just see it?
0: No, I did not. He doesn't give a time code. It's oh. only a minute and a half of long video, but
2: the I'm head looking. So I think, I think based on what the comments are saying. Sure. Um, Inside the inside wake near the Northern shore. So there near is the Northern shore. shore. There is a like bird or something that flies by. And for a moment, there's an artifact that looks like it's going under the water, but it's just the bird that flew by. It's like the very beginning, the first eight seconds.
0: Okay. I'm going to roll on back here.
2: There was like an artifact right in dead center. It's a bird. It oh, flies yeah, I, away, and then there's a thing that shows oh, up, and then it disappears again. Yeah, it disappears. That's the only call- thing I see that isn't the boat is that what he's talking about, dude. I have no clue. Oh no,
0: no, no! Wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold on. I think I also think I see something at around eight seconds. Way in the top left in the water, there's this little indentation. It eight looks like
2: seconds, and,
0: and then it slowly disappears by. It's gone by from the second 14. It's like from eight seconds to 14 seconds in the
2: top left of the that's water. Artifacting as hell. There's Do you see no what way. I'm talking about, though? That little yeah, like, yeah, that slowly kind of like it goes nah, away. That's poo poo. I it's don't know. This is caca. a, this a is, rough man, one. I'm,
0: doing, I'm trying to help out. This, this is a rough one. It is a rough one. I think Jesse's right. It's probably an artifact or something. I don't know yeah, what it's he just he's a seeing terrible here.
2: Terrible camera. I,
0: yeah. I can't. But the I flying can't humanoid. Come on. I one out of two ain't too bad. The that, flying no, humanoid's pretty good footage. Look,
1: that's good footage. It I'll creeps. Put me that out. up on
0: the subreddit. I'll make sure people see it. I'm going to put it up
1: there right now. What so are they called? Zirgons? Come on, somebody's going to tell, somebody tell, tell me. Somebody, yeah, the Doctor Who thing. Yeah. The somebody, Dr. Dr. Who. The, Zugots, thing. the ones that you don't know which one's human, which one's that, and they forget. What a cool episode. Anyway.
2: The Zugots.
1: Uh I'll put this. This is going to be
0: titled a little early, uh, for the Mini Love
1: that. Okay. There we go. Uh All right, take it away. Uh okay, so you guys want stories or what do you got, Jesse?
2: Uh well, I have a a mysterious alien beacon. Oh. Whoa. Do you tell. Okay. Oh. okay. Well, okay. okay, I got you. So, uh a radio signal seeming to originate from the star Proxima Centauri mm. uh is the topic of this one. So, since 2016, Breakthrough Listen, which is a scientific um, organization that's trying to, like, you know, figure out what's out there using SETI stuff and all that. Um, They've been getting weird blips and bloops from, you know, what they consider to be possible alien civilizations. They've been checking them out for a while now, and it's something that's just on their radar. They get millions of them from unknown origins, and it could just be space, you know, who knows? In 2019, they received a different signal. It was detected by the 64-meter Parks Murrayang Radio Telescope in southeastern Australia and came from the direction of the Proxima Centauri, the nearest star to the sun, just 1.3 parsecs, 4.2 light-years away. Proxima Centauri is of interest uh, to SETI because, you know, It's not just nearby, but it has at least two planets that they believe to be the right distance for there to be liquid water present on the surface, which, as we all know, is like one of the building blocks of life. Do we have the power to create this type of signal here? Well, let's continue on. The mysterious signal was first spotted last year. uh, I guess this is from 2020. Uh, First was spotted in 2019. Uh, by Shane Smith, an undergraduate student in Hillsdale Shane College in Michigan, Sung. yeah, <laughs> uh, who was working as a researcher intern for Breakthrough Listen. Smith was com- uh, combing through data, and he came across this stuff. And it appears, I guess, during a time where they had the telescope pointed at Proxima Centauri for 26 hours just to see what they picked up, they got a signal. And it was crazy. They never received a signal like this before in their life. Just like a wild breakthrough signal, and they were freaking out, trying to figure out what the hell I'm this. Just thing picturing was. the beginning
1: of Independence Day, like to a T. Ah,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, so and uh, so. This is from this year, but because now they're like in November twenty twenty, and in January April of this year. All right, the researchers pointed the uh telescope back approximately to the to see if they could like pick it up again interesting and and what happened is they could not oh well that's not as that's not as good as i'd hoped they (laughs) could not find it again eventually the team spotted other signals in the original data that looked a lot like it but what they realized these signals were 982 megahertz signals and they tossed it about they couldn't figure out like what was going on but what they did figure out is the signals you know were modulated and muddied kind of like you would do with a guitar amplifier and like in order to distort noise from the guitar and they couldn't figure out what the hell this was and they had all these observations and all these different things and they could not detect what was going on well turns out that what they thought was just weird radio waves, maybe, or something from a different. They have concluded that it is human made. Wow. But here's the thing they don't know how.
1: They have no so idea how they're getting the signal or
2: how the humans could make that signal. So in nature astronomy, they wrote there are two papers, two research papers. And this is as of October 26, 2021. There are two research papers about this sound or whatever the signal they got. And they're like, hey, yeah, no, it's human made radio interference from some technology, probably on the surface of the earth. That's huh. the that's the conclusion. But that again is a huge problem for me. Cause it, they never definitively give you an answer, which is why it allows people to be like, this is a cover-up. Because mm-hmm. the way they just said that is insane. Like, yeah. yeah, it's human-made radio interference, probably from Earth. Probably from Earth? Where else are humans? Right. That's the thing. Like where, where, why probably <laughs> you know, from earth? Maybe what they,
1: they use the AllSpark to uh, create a portal to Cybertron and it's humans. That's reporting from like Cybertron. Jesse. That's the
0: issue, man. They just so willing to drop it at that too. They're like
1: probably from earth
0: and we're done. No more explanation. That's it. It's all you're getting. Goodbye. Believe us, trust
2: us, please. Yeah. what's wild about this article is most of the article is about the search for extraterrestrials. Just the idea of like, Hey, we are detecting things. They talk about, other signals in the past that we've received. And they talk about SETI and all the different things that people are doing. They even have a quote about like the universe being a haystack and we're trying to find the needle, that kind of thing. But the more soft
0: disclosure, baby.
2: Yeah. But the bit about it being from earth is one paragraph
0: long. And it's probably not even a definitive.
1: It's probably like something they don't have a lot to say about, but they probably like figured out some small mistake they made and they don't want to. I wonder
0: if they just can't figure it out. So they're just like, it's probably us since we don't know what else it could be, then it must probably be us.
1: I would love to just get them on a web call and ask them like real quick.
0: Yeah. Right. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? But it also goes along with the thing I was talking about before in between episodes where NASA's building this new huge telescope specifically for the purposes of catching not necessarily ufos i mean that's a bit jumpy but catching like uh anomalies in our sky in our stars and seeing what they maybe could be to give us some answers which is awesome because now the head of nasa in that interview was like if they are from other civilizations hopefully this telescope will at least give us that answer that would be sick who knows who knows but according to them it's humans on earth there you go that is a frustrating answer.
2: Yeah. sucks, Alex, doesn't it? Where they're like, it does suck. We did our <laughs> research and we found out Don't, it's humans on earth. We can't tell you why or how like what? Incredible. Yeah. It's uh,
0: that's, that's the most frustrating shit in the world.
1: Thanks for the evidence uh,
0: folks. Right. It's just like, you can't even, Oh God. All right. Anyway, Alex wrap this mini soda up for us with the story.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I have two stories. We're going to pick one. Do you guys want the like scene from a horror movie or like the one that's like a scene from like touch by an angel? Uh, horror movie, please. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go with the horror movie one. This one's called It Came for Us in the Graveyard. We were driving my friend's really old, beat-up Subaru through a massive graveyard. We stopped and walked down a hill and came across a little pond. There was someone sitting on a rock on the other side of the pond. The figure was all black, and we couldn't make out any features other than the fact that it looked like a man who was wearing some old-style top hat. We stupidly waved and shouted, Hi! He didn't show any acknowledgement and continued sitting still on the rock. All of a sudden, he jumped to his feet, started running to us on the water, and then vanished in thin water about halfway on the pond. My friends and I screamed and ran back to the car. Jesus Christ. The car wouldn't start, and we heard something banging on the back of the car. It wasn't a constant bang, but every few seconds or so, we'd hear it. Nobody was outside from what we could see in the dark, but something was making noise on the car. I opened my phone and started dialing my mom to come give us a boost, but I had no service. None of us had any cell service. The next 30 minutes were we're spent trying to get her car started. No banging was heard afterwards, but we felt this heavy pressure around us. Finally, the car started and she hit the pedal to the metal. We sped out of the graveyard so fast. Immediately crossing the gates, all of our phones regained cell service. One thing I know for certain is that someone or something was out there and it was not an animal or a human.
0: Yeah, no, that's... Uh, <sighs> what do we think? Well, here's the thing, right? Like, here's the thing. If it's ghost, demon, skinwalker, whatever, creepy as hell. If it's a fucking person, scarier. Even, There's just a stranger fucking yeah, with you in the middle yeah, of the night and yeah, they I know, know that. that you're scared. They're staying in the dark. They're like, let's well, just fuck it's with like these
1: kids. one of those guys where the hook hand is like still on the car or some, some type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That's probably what it is, and that's worse because there's a human yeah. fucking with you, and you don't know where they are, what they want, and all that other shit. Not a bad Bloody little spooky
1: hook. Not, Not a bad, a bad little spooky
0: hook. For our honorary belated Halloween, ep- I guess this was our Halloween minisode following our Halloween episode. If it's, that was if, also it's if it's going to
1: happen, you might as well throw a scare in there. You know what I'm saying? Right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you all on Patreon for the support. We appreciate you a great deal. Uh, we will be back next week with another mini sode for all you guys with our new crazy headlines that'll end up hitting the uh the the world in a week or so. Until then, we'll see you then.
2: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Hello, my little Chiluminots. Welcome oh, back ooh. to Chill Mini 72. Hello, Chiluminots. Hello! Alert alert, alert. alert alert boys can i ask you a Speaking question with,
2: yeah i don't listen to this awful podcast when you it's almost like we do it when you put these together mm-hmm. do you include the intros every so if you combine three they get three intros
0: <gasps> yes they get everything
2: oof that sucks i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah no i leave you gotta that hear infinitive- us do this three times in one yeah, get this in public If you eventually. have a box at your house it's that shit rocks
1: your Butt and balls. Turns him oh, into a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I goose custard. the base. I goose the base as high as it'll go. <laughs> Dogs will peel over and die when he says that. Hello. Yeah. Alert. I'm excited for what you boys brought,
0: but uh, mine's quick because it's another UFO sighting, this time in France, seen by multiple people and filmed. I'm
1: oh, gonna yes. Send you the video. We, have, we have footy. We have footy,
0: baby. We've got footy. footy from the floor. We've got footy. Around floor. Here you go. The is, I'll read the humidity. article. Ahem. A glowing cigar-shaped UFO was caught on film by multiple mystified witnesses in southern France earlier this week. According to a local media report, the intriguing incident occurred this past Tuesday evening and was seen by several people living in various communities around oh the God. city of, Mont, of Montpellier. Shortly oh after God. the mass sighting took place, social media in France was flooded with videos of the peculiar UFO, which seemed to be rectangular in shape, emitting a powerful glow and traveling at a rather high rate of speed while occasionally rotating. Yeah. The odd object drew gasps from those who saw it and in one instance seen above, even prompted a motorist to stop his vehicle to get out and film the site. The case has drawn a fair amount of media attention in France and as of now, experts in the country have been left scratching their heads as to what the anomaly could have been, although some skeptical observers have suggested that it was either a drone or possibly some kind of secret test craft. Indicating that when it comes to UFOs, the media in France apparently sees the subject in a manner similar to their counterparts in America. A compilation of videos captured by witnesses can be seen below, uh, which I've given a few things of, complete with X-File themes and everything. Um, But there you go. A weird cigar-shaped UFO. So,
1: looking at it. I will post
0: this on the Reddit. I'm going to do it. Right now,
1: looking at it, my eyes, I'm not an expert at analyzing footage by any means. Sure. My eyes, it looks like something small that's a little closer, like definitely like I would say looks to be to me and you can tell me what you think. It looks to be less than 100 feet in the air. Like if you look around 16, 17 seconds in this file, it looks like this to me looks like it's pretty close to them and kind of low to the ground. But as the first comment on the video says from a person called coin one, he says drones aren't silent. A drone that size would be loud as fuck. And he's right. I think that it it's big enough that if it it's were dead s- ass silent. Yeah. Like I'm saying like, it, like this video has audio. You know what I mean? Like if there was, if it was making sound, uh, I would, we, I would be hearing the sound, but I don't know.
2: Gentlemen. Yes. Uh, listeners. This is why you got a deep dive. This, oh, is, you why, find this is why what I'm you here. Got. This is why I'm here. So this article is from three days ago. Yes, so. from one day ago. Ooh, baby. YouTube. I'm going to say influencer. French okay. prankster. The okay. 7.27 million subscribers on YouTube. Uh, he has a, this guy. Remy Gellard has uh, a video entitled UFO spotted in France. Question mark. And in it, he introduces himself and like a meteorologist and like another person. And it's like, oh, hey, this is all over the news. This big UFO that was us. We did that. That's how we fooled you all. I used these two people to fool you all. So what did he do? He was it a drone. Um, I can just send it to you now. I haven't watched the full video, but there's I'm the video. It is like, uh, you know, I'm come on a podcast. I can't watch the full video. Yeah. Yeah. But there, obviously, obviously it has English subtitles for those of you who want to look into it. And it's literally just him, uh, trolling everyone. He's a French prankster. And I guess this is what he does.
1: I want to see the thing. I'm looking like I'm s- scrubbing the footage. It's in the, the video footage. that
2: he shows footage of it at 56 seconds. There's a clip of it, um, and it's just him saying like, "You know, but this is what he doesn't show did. it. He doesn't show it like here's what it was in his hands uh, at the at the end. I'm looking at all the different things that they're doing.
0: A comment says they can't wait for the next part of this. So it seems like he's trickling it out piece by piece on how he did this. Okay,
1: I'm interested, but wow, that's I mean, yeah, coming soon. It ends in coming soon yeah. with. Mm. Like, but Like yeah, I said, to me, fuck? it looked like it was something that was kind of small and in the atmosphere, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. That's, I mean,
0: it could be, I'm trying to think, like, I have to look at the, the video again, but.
2: I can't wait for someone it, to be like, well, of course, that's how the government covered up by hiring a prankster. Oh my God. To- <laughs> All right, yeah. That's, that's right, just, yeah. The, that's
0: I'm not, I can't be on that team. I can't, I just
2: can't be on that team, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I, that's, the, that's the
1: one, I that's the one road I cannot those. follow. Yeah, I, I not do it. Anything all right, boys, take out, it away, but I won't do Alex. That. What you got? I have an article called Possible Reptilian Entity Encounter yes. in Venezuela. They say that there is uh footprints that were found in Venezuela and Caracas, 10 inches long, odd toes. Uh, I have a link to the Instagram post that has the toes if you guys want to see it. The uh the the subtitle or whatever you want to say it's in Spanish but I'll just read it to you I translated it in Google reptilians among us a strange footprint appears in a house in Caracas on November 6th Adrian Escalante was able to discover on the second floor of a residence located in the center of Caracas the capital of Venezuela some strange dark colored prints on the floor whose appearance does not justify I'm sure that's not right in the graph made by witnesses two footprints of 25 centimeters long can be seen Equivalent to a size 40 in footwear. However, the width of one of them does not coincide with the proportional morphology associated with that measurement, but that's not the only outlier. So Google translate is extremely verbose there uh, for some reason, but uh, I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about these footprints. They're kind of in a weird zone. They look like they're like dust on glass or something. Uh, Yeah, it looks bizarre, but apparently it looks like apparently Hector Escalante is a South American UFO researcher. Uh, guy and he was the one who sort of like made like kind of put this thing from being like an organic viral thing to like ufo people care about it now or you know like paranormal people care about it now um Mm. they were found on the second floor of a house uh and none of the none of like there was no other prints on the stairs or at the door or at the windows so Nobody knows how the prints got there. The only two prints in the house were those ones. And they're made of what that is, is dark mud. That's dried uh, apparently. Mm. Um, so well, that's weird. It's definitely weird. Yeah. It just I, sucks. That's all, the, all we've got of these two
0: weird pictures.
1: Well, but here's the other thing. So she had. So yeah. they, the, another, another thing that people think it might be, is the Chupacabra because apparently Venezuela is Chupacabra territory. And, yeah, and you it know, is. it's that type of the track. I mean, you you can see the tracks there. They look, they look kind of hand-drawn if you, if I, if you ask me, but, but uh, like, I don't know, they look just real enough to be convincing in a little bit. Uh, but um, they're not sure. There's also another like Bigfoot type ape creature called the Mono Grande that maybe Ooh. it could be, um, But then there's also just another cryptid that's like, you know what a caiman is?
0: Yes. No, it's like a
1: it's like a big like gator looking thing. How do you spell like C-A-M-O-N? C-A-I-M-A-N?
2: Oh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Like a little tiny baby alligator thing. It's not even baby. It's like, you know, I mean, I guess these are a little small, but like the cryptid is just a big one. There's is, is okay. what the is what sure. the cryptid is. Uh So they don't know. Those are the things that they're saying that it could be. But also, if it was one of those, it's very likely that it would fuck up the whole house and not just leave two prints on the second floor. Um, but at the end of the interview, he also throws in that it could be interdimensional entities of a reptilian nature, which to me is him. Like honestly, him, like dog whistling to a community <laughs> online. Uh, yeah, very much but, so. Absolutely.
0: At, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that fits a very particular group of people.
1: So, yeah, um, who knows? I don't know if it's well, a hoax or I'm what. I'm with you on that. I think they're like just believable
0: enough if you really yeah. like want to.
1: Yeah. but And if and if that wasn't a long enough, I got a couple other cryptid sightings just because we've talked about this guy before. The dog man. Uh, mm. He's a Michigan guy. Uh, there's been some sightings of the dog man uh, in the last month. Two separate sightings, one in Michigan, one in East Texas. So get ready. Uh, oh shit! I gotta keep my eye out for the dogman out here. Yeah, uh, apparently the dogman. A little quote about the dogman is encrypted from Michigan from the 1700s. Uh, it's fully canine. Walks on its hind legs. Uses its four limbs to carry chunks of roadkill or deer carcasses. Pointed ears on top of their heads. Big fangs. Bushy tails. Uh, they walk like on their toe pads, like dogs, which is like the 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 like. Signature sign of this one versus like a, a bigfoot or something like that, mm-hmm. um, but yeah the the, the recent sightings uh, one is uh, a video that might be they they say it's not uh, they say it's not bigfoot it's dogman I'm trying to get the link for you here very distinct dis- difference yeah uh, we can drop that in I'll I'll put this in the subreddit if you guys remind me. Uh, this is this is the uh, the dog man. This this video is from 2014, but this is the same creature. You can like barely see it in there. It's like pretty awful footage.
0: Yeah, I'm looking.
1: And that shaking is making it difficult. Ooh, yeah, that is that's, shaky. Yeah, it's a it's a rough. <laughs> Why one, they but, always
2: be shaky?
1: Yeah. Uh, but this video came out last month, but um or it was like posted last month, but it's from like 2014. Um, and then another guy, uh, there is a a guy, a musician in Texas, who got a text from a friend of his in East Texas uh, saying, hey, I saw this. Uh, I saw this like creature and they have a zoom of it. I'm going to send you the, uh, the link to the just to the image. It's pretty low res. Oh, my God. What am I looking at? But they're saying, it I don't know like if it's Bigfoot or Dogman, but it, they they say that's that's Those are the two the sightings. What the hell? Those looks are the like two pixels. sightings <sighs> of Dogman. Yeah. These are rough sightings, yeah, man. It man. It sounds <laughs> like somebody
0: saw an animal and got real fucking scared.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But uh, between those, you know, three cryptid sightings, all with uh, some sort of evidence, something worth checking out if you got a few minutes to pour over and go down a little rabbit hole, especially if you never heard of the Dogman before. Agreed. Go check it out.
2: Well, speaking of animals, uh I I've, I've one really quick thing I just discovered and then the actual story. Okay. So, uh this popped up on my news article which I think is very funny. Another interesting thing, uh this happened today, I guess, but apparently heavy rainstorms in the Egyptian city of Aswan, I assume that's how it's pronounced, um have caused all the scorpions that live underground because everything's flooding the scorpions Ooh. have now left their homes and in the process attacked god. and injured at least 500 people sending them to the hospital <laughs> oh Fucking my god jesus Can you christ Imagine. Like a nightmare a nightmare Imagine like the hospital
1: and it's like first there's like you're like wow there's like four people who got scorpion bites and then all of a sudden you're like no
2: no <laughs> <laughs> that's like a horror movie yeah, yeah that really is ugh, ugh, ugh. apparently three at least three are confirmed dead but 500 in the hospital and i guess nice. the big tailed scorpions in egypt are considered the most deadly so hey be safe holy crap yeah, what the fuck do they safe. do oh my god speaking of being safe oh i'm transitioning like a pro here all right um <clears throat> patreon.com oh no never mind different transition We're right there already, yep. actually gentlemen this story is incredible. If you survive one plane crash in your lifetime, you are considered to be very lucky. Today, we're doing the story of Dennis Collier. This is just hot off the presses. A licensed Traverse City pilot who paid $110,000 for a 2010 sea wind uh, like water plane. A plane that can land on water and on a runway. Uh, the plane itself only had about 20 hours of flight time on it. So it is considered br- like brand new almost. And on Saturday he bought the plane. A week later he had crashed it seven times in four states. <laughs> oh my what? god. He went oh, from yes. he, he went from zero to Harrison Ford in like <laughs> <Yes>. one <laughs> week. Oh yeah, it's a hell of a story caller said of his plan to fly solo from the West coast to Boyne city from California to the UP, I guess, upper peninsula of Michigan is what that is. Everyone kept telling me I was lucky to be alive. Collier wanted to capture the experience while it was fresh in his mind. So he wrote out a first person account in case it had, you know, any motion picture potential, the FAA, the U S coast guard and Michigan state police all performed various response to this thing. And investigated as well and added information to the narrative. So these are the crashes. It's crazy to me that this happened. Crash number one. The first of seven crashes att- happened was well, it was attempting to land after test flying it in California. The landing gear was still up. That banged up the plane pretty <laughs> good, but no one was hurt. That banged up the
0: plane that, pretty that, good? Is this a news article? A good old dents in there. No problem. Is this a no news problem. article or
2: like the mechanic this is himself? like him explaining what happened. Crash oh number God. two. The engine stalled, causing the plane to come down hard in a runway in New Mexico, taking out a sign and runway lights. Again, no injury. So this guy destroyed an airport in New Mexico. Crash number three. And this is him making his way to Michigan. Crash number three. This crash took place at the same airport as crash number two. But no one's really sure what happened. He took it up and it instantly came back down. What? Crash number four. having a hard time, man. After leaving... At this point, I would have been like, nah, this plane, uh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, that's a waste of 110000 At this point, crash number four. After leaving New Mexico and being in the air for a couple hours, more problems arose. The left wing hinge tab was stuck and the plane was pitching up. It oh, took God. all the pilot's strength to control the craft. Who let it back in the air? What the fuck? <laughs> and he tried... To land four times before he finally crash landed in Nebraska.
1: Dude, this man is fucking funny. This man is a fool. This man is is not
2: cut out for flying planes. After repairing the plane, he performed a test flight and crashed in Nebraska again. Amazing. I love this guy. Crash number six. According to crash number six, the hydraulic pressure gauge was registering at zero and the fuel gauge showed an uneven supply. He radioed the airport to ask if there was a spotter on the ground who could look and tell him if like, what was going on? Was the landing gear down? What was happening? He got no response. So when he finally got to Michigan, he did a skid landing into the runway and that was crash number six. And then crash number seven, attempting to make his way to Lake Michigan. Uh, since the, <laughs> this is amazing. Since the sea wind had so many recent issues with the landing gear and all those different things, he had to promise the FAA that he would keep his landing gear down for his 25-minute flight. I would have been like, get in the fucking car, you dude. Like, fuck <laughs> this. The was like, drive. we can't trust this plane, so make sure you're ready to land at any time. So he kept it down. However, he did not know that the plane would be unresponsive, forcing him to make an w- emergency water landing because his flaps weren't doing what he wanted it to do. That is fucking but, insane. Because he had his landing gear down, when he hit the water, his plane oh my went god. in the nose water. first.
0: Oh my god.
2: And then I imagine flipped or whatever happened, but now he is uninjured and the plane is at the bottom of Lake Michigan. <laughs> wow. Good riddance, wow. dude. This guy
1: This guy does not deserve to be alive. That is fucking insane. Yeah.
2: That's nuts. Most oh of the my comments, god. Are like screw this guy this guy's a danger to society yeah I, I can see why they might feel that everybody's way.
1: got that one friend who you just like you don't want to get in their car you know that friend they're yep. like he's done well yeah, i love him but he drives weird
2: like that's this guy i can't believe seven times in a week in the span of seven days he crashed seven times that's fucking insane
1: I cannot. That's paranormal. He he's like it's, I can't. I, I don't. I don't even know what to tell you. That's just outrageous. Maybe that's that. Maybe he was the jetpack guy too. He's
2: a jetpack man. All along. I just like that. Fate was like it's at the bottom of the, the lake. Now you're God, never gonna. God, he was
1: like, well, he's immortal.
2: Well, let's take away his toy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's insane.
2: <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. So that's yeah. That's a thing that happened. Amazing. That's yeah. Thank
0: you for that story. That mm-hmm. is
2: I. I can't imagine being that man.
0: All right. Well, poor guy for being any I would glad like,
1: if he died, different story. I'm glad he's right. alive. What a dumbass. Me too. Yep, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening and thank you for supporting us over at Patreon. Uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new mini sode for y'all. So thank you guys and we'll see you then.
1: Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
0: little chaluminants and welcome
2: to minisode
0: yeah.
1: 73 yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 oh yeah, yeah. baby welcome. welcome to 73 yeah. 73 baby yo have i'd you guys like everyone seen... to know
2: i do not approve of that <laughs> intro yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, I... 73
0: <laughs> no i have not seen the new ghostbusters gentlemen Me neither. i'm gonna share something with you okay uh that i saw, just saw on twitter this isn't the article um, have you seen the toy, the leech toy art of
2: Slimer getting his ass? Oh, of the one that Slimer has the new Slimer eaten? getting eaten, like the old Slimer getting eaten by new Slimer? It's weird. Yeah, it's, yeah. I guess what? Muncher
0: eating Slimer, and it looks like Slimer's ass is just being eaten and he's enjoying the ever-living <laughs> yeah, little Slimer's hell like, out of it. Yellow. Can I get a message <laughs> to this, please? I just sent it on Twitter. It should be on Twitter. Oh, my it's amazing. God. It's what? I guess f- it's for one of the toys, maybe? Yeah, it's like a toy. It's a toy. Uh, so
2: funny looking toy oh art.
0: My God look at he's he's loving it don't look look at even the way his arms are positioned
2: like he's like
1: so doggy he's like an upward
2: dog I don't even
1: I don't even know what to think about that what 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 accident happened here that that caused this to occur capitalism (laughs) why does he have little human hands I don't know, and he's like the the
0: his his right, the one on our left, is so like weirdly like elegant, like it's
1: long and kind of dainty. Yeah, it looks like an old woman's like like drawing
2: room pose. I don't know for a more elegant age, (laughs) not as clumsy or random as a dildo. Good Lord. Good night, everybody. We did it. That's it. That's Sode 73. A minute and 49 seconds. A
1: minute minute and 51 seconds. blasts off and flies away. And like a little PNG of me rotating through space. (laughs) Just fire coming out of your lower half. Uh,
0: I don't know what you guys got for today, but uh, I know we just did a giant thing of things that definitely didn't happen. So I'm going to bring it back to reality. A woman got abducted by a UFO last week, everybody. <laughs> wow! <Whoa, laughs> oh, right, right. Definitively. Probably. Definitively happened. It's, it's, um, okay. UFO abducts woman in Argentina and returns her 40 miles from where she was taken. This is incredible. The story is coming from uh, LA. This is translated. Los Angeles? LA. No, it's... It's Google Translate La Pampa El Misterio de la Muera. It's a very complicated website. La Pampa
2: del co- Mysterio.
0: <laughs> um, uh, the article reads, The woman who disappeared for several hours from a field south of Jacinto Arruez called El Estribo and was found near Guatrache Caminero Post is already in the town resting. The renowned Pompeian ufologist Oscar Mario confirmed that he will carry out the investigation of the case on which he uh, interviewed relatives and friends. So basically what went down is after a series of routine studies carried out by General Acha, the woman was transferred after the event to, uh, to the local hospital and then to Wasintu Aruez Hospital, where uh, after regaining her speech, she recounted what had happened. She entered the healthcare facility in a state of shock and was only able to communicate by writing. She said she had heard a noise, then went outside to the patio, saw white light and then appeared where she was found about 65 kilometers or 40 miles away from her current uh, her country house. Hmm. This same version, he uh, the same version he gave to local professionals and family members who affirmed that he was fine. So same story across the board, Uh, a carrier from basically she basically, yeah, that's the story. She saw a light. There were other people on the highway that said they also claimed to have seen a light in the area uh, around that time at 11 p.m. on Monday night at that particular point. Um, but they, she went through a whole hospital check-in. Everything seemed fine, and uh, beyond the fact that she just appeared really far away from where she was, there's not really any other evidence than that, just
2: something that kind of
1: happened. I'm going to be honest. Question. I can't stop thinking about Oscar Mario, man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was literally about to make that joke about Oscar <laughs> Mario. I had a whole build-up. Yeah, Oscar oh, Mario right. is the best <laughs> part of that story. Can't you can stop Oscar thinking Mario? about him. <laughs>
1: oscar mario i love oscar mario for nes (laughs) um
0: the the funny thing i guess in with this particular story is that august of 2002 something similar happened with the neighbor raul dorado who found an unidentified object in a field near the town the man arrived home shocked where he could only communicate with his wife by signs or by writing a few words very similar to her to the previous person from where, they took, uh, from where they took him to the hospital, and it was found that he had a puncture on the ring finger on his left hand. Uh, so what could another have happened weird to thing them? T- almost 20 years ago happened, and now this woman disappears and is found a little bit later. No big, that's pretty much it. That's kind of the story. That's the all I thing, got. Unfortunately, the there's not I much want, more than the that. The
1: thing I want from these UFO stories is I get the, the tropes. Like the tropes, yep. I'm like... We at this point, we believe what we're going to believe about the tropes, like um, a million articles about stories where these like the light comes down, they go up over here, they come down over here. They have like a wound, like they got cut or something and they have like they're like traumatized that stuff. I'm like you. I I'm not going to say that that's all bullshit. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like those details. If you believe them, you're going to believe that they happen sometimes. And if not, you don't. I'm waiting for the one where it's like that shit happens. But then also like a tree with human skin was left gnarled and spouting <laughs> blue ooze at the site. Like yeah. I want like some insane alien texture. You know what I mean? If, there, if we can. I yeah, some-
0: no, I'm with you. I mean, the only thing we have on this uh, just to, to kind of wrap up the story here is that there is we're, there. We're still waiting on the analysis of the justice and the police. So we're still waiting for an official government kind of like what happened, etc., cetera, et cetera. Um, important things to note, her clothes, including her shoes, do not uh, did not appear as though they were well worn or even traveled that mile on foot. So if she did get there, Uber taxi is a possibility if she wasn't like lifted via UFO and dropped how is, off. How was she there,
2: Was she found in a, like? How was she found?
0: Uh, so she said what basically happened is she uh, kind of woke up in an area like she became aware in an area. Didn't know where she was. She had her cell phone and her clothes, and that's it. And she was wandering around looking for a signal before she was. No picked money, up. no nothing. No money, no wallet, no nothing beyond the basics. It seems, at least by this article, which again is being translated from Spanish to English, and um, it's not super detailed.
1: Sure, um, it's I mean, interesting enough. The it's interesting enough that it feels like if it is a hoax, it's like a planned hoax. You know, rather well, that, than yeah, than
2: that's. Like, that's a, I was possible. curious. Maybe it's like one of those. She met her lover in the town next town over, and her excuse for getting with him was that it was an abduction because she got caught. But what you're telling me is that, like, no, nah, she called it in and she didn't have her information on her, which, you know, seems weird. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of interesting little tidbits to that story. I don't know what it all yeah. means, but it's interesting. Yeah,
0: it's just a strange, a strange little occurrence out there. And apparently, this place, this area, has kind of been a hot zone for unidentified flying objects since uh, like 1980, they're saying. So I don't, we'll see. I'm, I mean, I don't know if anything else is going to come out of this, if the government will just ignore it or not. But an interesting little an interesting little alien potential. Out they there. will.
2: They will ignore it.
0: Yeah, of course. Of course they will. I love that. Uh, that's me, though. That's my my exciting alien topic of the day. Mm. Mm.
2: Well, I have a little tiny tidbit. Or do you want to go first? No, Alex? Go what do you? All right. Mine is a short, sweet story from one of the Hawaiian islands, Oahu, Ooh, where I've never gone a to Hawaii. stream, dude, Hawaii is beautiful. I've oh heard. my god! It's I can't even like stress how it feels like... like literally magical
1: to be there. Weirdly, I haven't been there in yes. a long time, but it feels really good to be there. Yes, it's
2: beautiful. Um, a stream suddenly started smelling. Like alcohol. Ooh. People, hell Of yeah. course, got really worried. They feared there was some crazy contamination. They had no idea what, what it was. And so the Hawaiian news now went to YPO, which I think is what the place is called and tested the water because there was a lot of people just saying like this area, this stream smells like, like liquor. <laughs> and so they went and they tested the water and when they got the results back the, the alcohol volume of the water was 1.2%. Oh, my God. What, yeah. what is like? happening? Not drink, gonna, drink, It's not going to get you drunk, but, like, you'll be buzzed. I mean, yeah. I guess if you drink enough of it, you'll get drunk. That's like water. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so according to those who went to test it, they said the stream smelled enough like alcohol to make you think that, like, the whole area had this beer stench to it.
1: That's like 1910 uh, news. That
2: sounds like something that like you don't see happening anymore. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, this is a quote. The other day, we came here, and you would think there was a beer pub that hadn't opened its doors for three or four days. Environmental <laughs> activist Carol Cox said, uh, "She's with the Department of Health. A beer she pub? Said, is she a fucking narc? What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> she said, "It's disturbing." The spill was found to be coming from, so there was a spill they detected. It was found to be coming from a drain pipe. And they tracked this drain pipe all the way back to a thing called Paradise Beverages, an alcohol Mm. distributor. But as of right now today, there are no detected spills at that plant. Anthony Rowe, Paradise Beverages Director of Operations, told Hawaii News Now, it may be coming from us. That's why we're working with the proper authorities. They have found nothing. It's <laughs> oh. just like they tracked it back there, but it may not be them. But they're like, we'll help out. But there is no evidence of where this come is coming from. They just know they found a drain pipe and they're like, oh, that drain pipe smells like booze. And they just like tracked it back to the obvious source, which would be a place that has alcohol. But that place has no evidence of any spills. Huh? Weird. Yeah. So uh it is pretty wild. They say as of now the smell has disappeared, but they have no idea where it came from to begin with.
0: Maybe the Bible got it wrong and God didn't turn water to wine, but like water <laughs> it to moonshine. Beer.
2: Yeah, it just <laughs> fermented as, some shit inside the water. Yeah. yeah. As Ben Franklin so aptly put it, you know, booze is in fact beer is is evidence of God's <laughs> existence. So Not true. True. Yeah. I mean, well, if you weird think one. about it. Where the fuck do we invent that shit? Think about it. In abbeys, in monasteries. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. it's it's wild to me.
1: Uh anyway, I have something from Mysterious Universe again. Just the wackiest website of all time. I love it. Uh today's article asked a very important question that I know you guys have probably stayed up thinking about nights and nights on nights. Sure. What happens to Bigfoots? Once they die. They get a, called back to their home planet. <laughs> yeah. I So you. Okay. So here's the here's the various answers that people have given in the past. They decompose deep in the forest before they can be found like bears do. Sometimes they're eaten by scavengers. Uh, they die in another dimension or are taken mm-hmm. to another planet. They're cannibals or they bury their dead like humans. And uh, (laughs) the most important one of those today is that they bury their dead like humans uh, because... They think they may have found some Bigfoot graves. So what I'm going to do, and, and here's the thing: there are what? links. There are links to the Bigfoot graves in this article, and I have not looked at them yet. I, I am not. I have not looked at the pictures <laughs> are we yet. Have to be proper, supremely
2: disappointed. Yeah, yeah. but proper before, Minnesota research, basically. Yeah, but before
1: that, well, I just thought it would be fun to. Yeah, of course. The big I'm reveal. Uh, but I first have a quote for you to read, Mathis. Uh, about this. So go ahead and I'm excited. I'm very ready. Go Twitter. Read
0: yeah. Twitter. Yeah. That's the one. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, let me get the Twitter refreshed. All right. There we go. Here we go. As I said, uh, as I said, there has been, t- been times while hiking, exploring or conducting Bigfoot research that I've found or came across what appears to be a grave of some sort. Many years ago, we came across one while logging way back in the head of a hollow. We didn't take pictures and of course, didn't disturb it. This was many years ago, but over the last 10, eight to ten years, I have found similar humps of dirt in places that are in the middle of nowhere.
1: That is a quote from Thomas Markham. Edison. Yeah, Thomas Alva Edison. He <laughs> is the founder of the Crypto Crew. Uh, he he you may have known him from the news earlier this year when he discovered a cave in Kentucky with humanoid tracks near the entrance. Uh Nearby, he found broken branches while hunting for American ginseng. That's what led him to the cave. And this week, he revealed pictures of the mounds that he has found on multiple expeditions. Uh, right, I'm excited
2: to see these. He said the, they crypto could be Bigfoot like the Crypto Crew sounds like our nemesis, The Crypto Crew? Like the Illuminati versus the Crypto Crew? They're like the sounds jocks, like they're the, the jocks enemy. who study crypto, <laughs> cryptozoology across <Yeah>. the lake. <laughs> here's, a, here's one for you, Jesse. Another no quote. boy. This photograph shows a large amount of dirt and rocks. It is also the one used at the top of the post. There are actually two of these that are probably 30 to 40 feet apart. This hump of dirt resembles a grave more than many of the other ones I have found.
1: Yeah, and According to him, this is like a lot of... He finds these all the time. Uh, he's not saying these are Bigfoot graves uh, and he doesn't want to desecrate them just in case they're somebody else's graves. He just thinks they might be Graves what this
0: man doesn't know is he's been discovering the graves of a serial killer for years and because he hasn't turned them in well
1: well he has some stuff to say about that too mathis so this is this (laughs) one's this one's for you okay
0: i am excited all right the reason many of us do not share these types of things or give exact details is that we know old joe blow would want to go dig it up If, and I say, if a possible unknown grave was to be dug into and the remains exhumed, it would need to be done by experts with the proper authority. You would want to preserve all that you could of the remains. Right, so you should, sir, go to the authorities and say you may have found some human-sized graves. Yeah,
1: so you can can imagine why he's not touching them, because out of respect. (laughs) Out of respect for the Bigfoot dead. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to give you guys the link, and then we can all... Visit this website together. All right. Here let we me go. know when you send it so Here I can refresh. Here it is. Refresh. On the count of three. Right. One. Hang on. I got
0: to wait for it to pop. Yeah. Hang on.
1: One. There we go. Two. Okay. Three. <laughs> are we looking? These pictures are the pictures. of. <laughs> this is his mounds that he's convinced. Oh, you know, if you click on them, they get a little bigger. Yeah, no, that's. But. What they do look like, I got to be honest, is the root structure of a tree. That's literally what I was going to say,
0: especially the second picture. But one, both of these mounds are next to trees, multiple trees, like against the trunk of the tree. And it just looks like moss grown over the exposed roots.
2: If you squint showed me. These photos with zero context, I'd ask, what are you taking a photo of? And if you said the mounds of Bigfoot that are dead, <laughs> I would I would look at you like you had lost your mind because these are just like, I don't need the second picture. <sighs> is that a mound? It The
1: second one just looks like a triangle of plants together. <laughs> yes, it does. I, uh. Dude, this article ends so good. Let me hear it. If any other Bigfoot researchers have encounter or found these types of grave looking mounds in the forest, let me know. Have a good day.
2: (sighs) Have a good day. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Over 20 years experience with research and investigation. If 20 years of research gives you. A photo of the ground. Like, I okay. I don't know if this is what you guys see also, but if you scroll a little bit
1: past that description of Thomas Markham, does it say this pop this post sponsored in part by Bigfoot Steals Dog Witness Interview? Yes, it does. Yes.
0: <laughs> I'm click, I'm clicking it. It's a YouTube
1: video. It brings you to the
0: Crypto Watch YouTube channel, and it's called Whoa! Bigfoot Steals Dog Witness Interview. And it's got
1: some metal music.
2: Do not download or re-upload our videos, bro. It starts with hot dogs. The best part is it starts with the hot dogs. That's pretty cool. The opinion about how dogs
1: and Bigfoot interact varies to some degree. This report has never been told until now. (laughs) Dude, the
0: audio is terrible. Oh, yo, this is rough.
2: Uh, Here's the thing. Not everyone is like rolling in that like sweet audio money. But with that said, I I, I don't have no problem with them, the videos they're making. But let me tell you you can't make a whole article and then post two photos and the photos straight up are just the ground. It's a photo of, (laughs) of leaves on the ground. It's just the ground. There's nothing there. And whatever I think it's just the roots. You You just just got to like fresh graves. Everyone who has like, like, (laughs) First you know, if, this man, are, <laughs> if this man
0: tried to take a shovel to this, he would immediately just hit roots. Because you wouldn't can even literally get to see dig. them.
2: You can this, can't see the roots. A, 20 years of research. <gasps> Bigfoot turned to trees. Oh, that's what happened. That's happens. why we never see their dead bodies because they become trees. The
0: bodies become trees and it makes so much more sense now. The
2: circle of life. They're like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Incredible amazing yeah. so that's what mm-hmm. happens when bigfoot die big feet that's what happens when big feet die <laughs> this is it this is what happens when
0: the big feet die when big and pass feet, away when big and become
1: die. and become yeah. nothing more than a foot no patreon.com slash chaluminati pod slash what nope, happens yeah, when the yeah. big feet die no <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you guys so much for this mini so and for the support on patreon <laughs> we'll see you next week with another one goodbye
2: bye, bye.
0: Chiluminos.
2: whoa that was it was so low you had to move the microphone <laughs> you were like hello little Welcome to the minisode
0: minisode 74 uh as i said in the beginning uh the end of the main episode on this week this past week a very very famous case turned 50. Are you talking about Stephen King's 112263? I am not. I am not. I'm <laughs> talking about I am talking about the DB Cooper skyjacking. Oh shit. Okay. Is officially 50 years old now, everybody. Uh, we've talked about it. We haven't done an episode that's, on her, have
1: we? You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna announce. I'm gonna do a DB Cooper episode eventually. Don't worry about it. I got eventually. you. Eventually, okay. That's uh, still. we got. I got, have, we have got a, a couple nice... guest episodes that I'm working on right now. Slowly but surely, when I have time to get these guests in that I want to have. But yeah, yeah. DB Cooper's on the list.
0: Yeah, DB Cooper. If you don't know, it's a pretty. I mean, it's a pretty famous case at this point. But basically, uh, the the hijacked the man hijacked a flight with two hundred thousand dollars in cash in four parachutes. Um, Once he basically once in the air, he slipped a flight attendant a note stating that he had a bomb and after showing her what appeared to be explosives, informed her that he wanted the 200K and four parachutes. What followed next was a daring caper that has continued to baffle researchers for decades. The hijacked flight subsequently landed at a nearby airport where the other passengers, unaware of the drama unfolding around them, were evacuated and the money was delivered to the airliner by authorities looking to resolve the matter as peacefully as possible the plane then took off once again en route to Mexico City, per the man's instructions, with only him and the crew remaining aboard. Shortly thereafter, he walked to the back of the aircraft and opened a staircase that descended from, uh, from the rear of the plane. <laughs> he grabbed up 200K, and strapping on a parachute that had been provided by the police, he jumped from the plane and vanished into history. The FBI immediately launched an exhaustive investigation into the case and set out searching for the skyjacker, who had actually gone by the name Dan Cooper when he, when he boarded the plane. However, the man who was soon dubbed D.B. Cooper due to an error in an yeah, initial media like report. Yeah, there's a typo. The wild nature of the crime, specifically the Skyjacker bailing from the plane in midair, generated headlines around the world. However, the widespread attention and the best efforts by authorities proved fruitless when it came to determining the identity of the mysterious man. The only physical evidence we have is a few dollar of the 20s that made it like, out yeah, there, right? Some kid
1: found like a bunch of the money in the water in the yeah. forest and they dug it out and they were like, oh shit, like... He, yeah, that
0: was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's five years after the case. The boy stumbled upon a bundle of cash from the skyjacking on a remote a remote beach near Vancouver, Washington.
1: I heard they like let him keep the money, but I don't remember. I watched a couple of things on DB Cooper recently because they came out with like a doc where somebody was like, "My dad was DB Cooper." There was like, uh, there's a couple good cases for who DB Cooper is, but I will talk about that on an episode that I do about it later. But I, I, I will say about DB Cooper that one of my favorite things that has to do with him was that <clears throat> at one point in time. I don't know if you know this about the Sopranos, but Sopranos is famous for it's like very abrupt ending, mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, they're eating at, at a, at a, at a place. And then there's this guy who's maybe going to kill Tony and it but just cuts goes black. It yeah. just cuts the yeah. black. And it's very like artsy. And, you know, you're supposed to be thinking like, wow, like maybe, you know, it doesn't matter whether he lives or dies because forever they're going to be in this cycle of maybe dying from this violence. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so the guy who who did Sopranos, uh, Matthew Weiner, went on to do Mad Men. And there was like a lot of like buzz in in uh, in that time around the end of Mad Men that Don Draper was actually going to be D.B. Cooper uh, by the end oh. of the by the end of the show. Uh, Weird. Because he worked at Sterling Cooper. His name is Don, but his name isn't really Don. Uh, There was like a promo image of him wearing glasses, and there was like an alternate him that was like walking away. It ended up not being the case. It ended up not being that like crazy ending. But like he did like leave his work and like go on the road and like do all this crazy like midlife crisis type shit. And so people were like, "Is he gonna fucking jump out of a plane at the end of this?" Uh, (laughs) That would have been. I I think that would have been a cool way to go. He's a folk hero, DB Cooper. He really is in a lot of ways. He it's, like people uh, think he's awesome. Like it, 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 any interview you see from somebody who like has to do with DB Cooper or like people, even people who are on the plane are like, "What a cool guy!" Can't believe he got away. <laughs> yeah. And he inspired cool like dude. a bunch of copycats who like also got away with jumping out of planes.
0: Yeah, it's weird, man. What did you ever hear that the guy who? Oh God, he was on a plane. I think he got caught. The guy who was like running, like making millions off the stock market. And he told the when he finally caught that he was a time traveler, and they fucking lost him. Like they they couldn't find him after that. That's no. not real. Yeah, that's. Uh, I remember reading about that years ago. Uh, time. Tra- I'm gonna see if I can find it really quickly by no dirty googling. No
2: way. In a million, there's no way. I refuse to believe this. That a dude was like, this is like some John Titor stuff. This is not real.
0: Yeah. Let's see. I think this is. No, I can't find it.
2: right. I'll look. I'll have to look it up
0: because I'm sure it is fake. I'm sure it's fake, but that's this reminded me of something similar to that. Uh, the last article I'm bringing to the table, though, isn't Paranormal Boys. This is just fun. Out in New Zealand, a woman was held hostage by an aggressive possum. And I just want to tell the story because it's very cute and funny.
2: All right, let's hear it.
0: The very weird incident reportedly occurred on Sunday night in the city of Dunedin. Much of the, uh, to the surprise of the Dunedin? cops on duty at the time. Dunedin, D-U-N-E-D-I-N. From Lord of the Rings? <laughs> it's New Zealand, yes. This is in New Zealand.
1: In Caverns Deep. <laughs> in New Zealand. <laughs> Much where to the surprise of the cops. Place, oh my God. Right, yes.
2: The movie takes place in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> that I place in New Zealand. <laughs> We're just keeping this going. <laughs> okay, i never like finish this story. Books
1: in New Zealand. Okay.
0: I, I, I saw the movies, I saw Lord of the Rings, I've seen it.
1: I haven't seen the Hobbit trilogy, though.
2: You're, you're doing all right. You're ahead of the game, really. That's Here's what a, I feel what like. What I'm going to yeah, do is I'm going to buy those on
1: 4K and we're going to watch all three of them together. The Hobbits. Oh, all right. That Get sounds... ready. We're all going to wear barrels. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Excellent.
0: Uh, much to the surprise of the cops on duty at the time, a frightened resident phoned them and said that she was stuck inside her house due to a pugnacious possum. Ooh, we're we're counting fun. the call. An official with the department explained that when she co- when she would exit her house and attempt to reach her car, the possum would charge at her and she would flee back inside. Cops were dispatched to deal with it, and uh, with the report, quickly realized that the call was not a joke, as upon their arrival, they were greeted by a possum that emerged from the shadows and brazenly began climbing up the leg of one of the officers. Oh my God. Fortunately... The possum was more friendly than ferocious and the police captured the critter to pervert to prevent further so just citizen harassment hugs,
2: is what is yeah. what the all right. Oh, and they
0: relocated it to a forested area nearby, given the animal's fearless nature to suspected that the possum was either an escaped pet or perhaps a juvenile that had not yet learned that it is best to avoid humans. There you go. A little aggressive up cute possum just looking for some food and some hugs. Some woman is desperately afraid it's going to murder her. I love you that. Can- You could punt a possum if it would attack you. Possums are so harmless. Heartwarming. They're so dumb. Heartwarming. Yeah. All right, boys, you may take it away.
1: Well, (laughs) I have an article from the Daily Beast Uh uh, that is about a special that is airing uh, this week on Discovery Plus. Maybe you saw it. It's called Shock Docs Demon in the White House. Oh. And. One of the one of the quotes from it is, "How do we draw the line of what's real and what's not?" Which is great. Well, <laughs> There's right something here. called science. Here's the line, right here. Apparently, in 1853, Franklin Pierce was the president. That's not the part that's in contention. Uh, he was the president in 1853. He was the 14th president. Apparently, a few weeks after he was voted into the White House, he lost uh, a son, Benny Pierce, uh, during a train derailment. And uh, Franklin Pierce's wife uh, was like a Calvinist and she was like totally devastated by it. And she like started writing letters to her dead son. And she hired these people called the Fox sisters who maybe you've heard of if you are like into like spiritualism of the early 19th century and beyond. Uh, they did seances. They're one of those people that Houdini was trying to smack in the booty. Um, but uh Pretty soon, uh, people were saying, you know, Jane Pierce was talking to her dead son in the White House via seance. And uh, apparently uh, in the the documentary, they show like recreations of it and like, you know, the thing like knocking yes and no, like one Mm -hmm. knock for yes, one knock for no, whatever. And then apparently the plot is that a tall red eyed demon was actually masquerading as Benny Pierce and was like getting welcomed into the white house under the guise of Jane Pierce's son. Uh, but that's not where it ends. Uh, because, uh, they also hired a priest to exercise the white house. Allegedly that is not confirmed. Uh, and a lot of it is like hearsay and like based on things that could conceivably have happened. Uh, but they go as far as to say that the demon influenced, uh, Franklin Pierce to signing the Kansas-Nebraska Act, uh, which I don't know if you remember this uh, from history, but it it was the source of bleeding Kansas, which was like a big like pre-Civil War sort of like slavery dispute. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then they go on to talk about Abraham Lincoln, uh, who also lost his 11 year old son while he was in the White House, and Mary Todd Lincoln, who we all know from her fond name, uh, also hired a medium to talk to her son, Uh, and that medium was a guy named Charles Colchester who is famous because he predicted that Lincoln was going to get assassinated or killed before it happened. But also it turned out that that guy was in cahoots or at least buddies with John Wilkes Booth, the failed actor, uh, not failed, just inferior to his much better brother. Um, and, uh, so who knows this article in the daily beast to its credit is like super super hating on this documentary and being like, it's very stupid, and that <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but apparently everything from Civil War to the assassination of JFK to Vietnam to literally 9-11 are mentioned in this as things that maybe were Jesus. caused by this demon in this White House.
2: The demon oh was God. like, uh, now <laughs> 9-11. Yeah, the demon is like-, <laughs>
1: like working for Russia or something. Uh, I don't know. But, but, but basically... Uh, yeah, like that's the deal with the thing. It's available. It's called shock docs demon in the White House. It's on uh, Paramount Plus or whatever it's called. Uh, so go ahead and check it out if you want to watch it, but do so with a grain of salt, because apparently it's pretty wackadoodoo crazy town, though. I love the idea of that being what's going on in the White House. A demon in the White
2: House. Was. Whenever you mention a demon, I just love like the idea this. of the president's
1: wife, like having a séance and for her dead son, and inviting a demon into the White House. That's like pretending to be her son.
0: Dude, I am so sure, and I'd be love to be a fly on the wall over the centuries. That so many weird fucking rituals and shit has happened in the White no House doubt, over the years. No
1: doubt. Uh, have you been in the White House? No. It's weird that I've been in the White House to think about that. Like as just a normal American citizen, I've walked in that building. Isn't that strange? Yeah, I,
0: I, I was like a vid, I'm assuming there's like a visitor center that you're allowed into or something. You can walk
1: through a large por- portions of the White House, uh, or at least you could in like the early 2000s. Sure. Which I mean, you'd think the security would be higher then than it is now because it was like right after 9-11. But like, I don't know, like it was it was pretty wild to go in there. I will never forget it, though, because my dad went to a real Secret Service guy and was like where should I put these guns? And he was pointing pointing at his arms because he was like, you know, they're registered as lethal weapons. And I was like, Oh God, please tell me the,
0: the, the secret
1: service agent was cool about it. They were cool. They were cool. But like, I was just like, he, my dad is, my dad is that guy.
2: He's the guy. The jokes were named after.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's I'm, I'm jealous. That's great. All right, Jesse, what you got boy?
2: Well, let me take you on a wild trip. Here we go. Okay. Okay. In 2013, Dario del Buffalo, an Italian expert on ancient marble and stone, was signing copies of his book which documents ancient modern uh, uh, art pieces that utilize sort of a reddish purple stone um which the book is named after it's porphyry <laughs> Got it. P O R P H Y R Y. Yeah, that stuff
1: that smells really good that's like plants and wood bits. <laughs> right, 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 right.
2: Yeah. Got it. Uh And it included a photo of a long lost Italian mosaic. And while he's sitting there signing copies, he says there was this young lady or I'm sorry, there was this lady and a young man with a strange hat that came to the table. And the young man told the older woman, Oh, what a beautiful book. Helen, isn't that your mosaic? And she was like, Oh my, that is my mosaic. And this guy was like, what? So Del Bufalo spent his entire rest of his trip trying to hunt down these people, right? He's like, I got to find this young man. Okay. Who, when he found him, he confirmed that the woman that was with him was New York City art dealer and gallery owner, Helen Fiorati, and her husband, who had bought the mosaic in Italy from a family in the 1960s and turned it into a coffee table. Apparently... Oh. According to the like scholar guy, apparently dozens of centuries earlier, the mosaic had been part of an inlaid floor on one of the party ships commissioned by Caligula prior oh to God. his assassination. Yes. dude, I love that Caligula
1: had a party ship. Like, of course he did. Caligula but is like f- my favorite historical joke cameo.
2: Like I love I love I
1: hope has Bill and Ted ever met Caligula? i that i hope
2: not that that should happen (laughs) during his four-year reign cooper recounts um so this is when he's talking to anderson cooper which is interesting but he you know cooper is talking about during the four-year reign of caligula this dude was like brutal and cruel and probably deranged in some way and you know he had many statues and artifacts and all these different things but Because of who he was, many of them were purposefully destroyed after his death. And so this included the sinking of his yachts that he had constructed uh, on Lake Nemi, which is a small lake uh, southeast of Rome. And in the 1930s, um, Benito Mussolini had the lake drained so that all the artifacts in it could be dug up and used as sort of one kind of a like cultural pride, but also sell the hell out of those damn things. Uh-oh. And apparently when the Nazis were fleeing from Italy in 1944, they kind of burnt everything they could find to the ground and destroyed many archeological and, and cultural treasures. Well, this thing is lacking fire damage. So it's suggested by Del Buffalo, That perhaps it was smuggled out of the museum prior to the fires and was put in a private collection and then bought in the 60s by these people. And so, what ended up happening is because these people went to, you know, talk about this guy's book and see this guy about his book, and they saw the thing in the book, and then this guy was like, Oh my God, you have a piece of Caligula's floor. The Italian government was like, That is ours. Give it back. And so uh, they took it back and the guy felt so bad. He's like, look, I will make you a replica that you will not be able to tell the difference. If you just like (laughs) be chill. So, yeah, this is from this past weekend. And um, yeah, he's like, look, if you just if you just accept my fake version of it. But I guess This woman for 50 years has had a piece of Caligula's floor in her home. And uh, the the crazy thing is that most people, this is why Antiques Roadshow is fascinating. Most people are completely unaware of the fact they have something incredibly valuable that is worthless to them. But to the art world is like worth a fortune. It's like my grandmother gave me this and it does. Oh, yeah. So this is another one of those examples. Or this lady knew she had a Caligula floor and was like, I don't know what you mean. I want yeah. a Caligula floor. Party <laughs> brag. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so. I would love a piece of Caligula's floor. Party if, ship Caligula floor, dude. That's, there, that's a very, like, that's very Caligula. If it's there was a, a, there was a
1: Kubrick well. movie about my apartment, instead of a hardwood floor, it would have a Caligula floor.
0: Right. Yeah. And it would be telling about the conspiracy of how... We didn't actually long go to space and the earth is actually flat.
1: Ah, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> I am trying to keep, uh, to break it up. Uh, uh.
0: Well, thank you boys for uh, wonderful stuff. And thank you everybody for supporting us and listening to our mini. we'll be back next week with mini. 75, only 25 away from a hundred mini sodes, which is fucking crazy. Uh, we're getting there. We're getting only up there only ninety the
1: six away from episode, or ninety four <laughs> away from episode one hundred and sixty nine. Is that going to be the next sexiest
0: episode? Every time we hit a sixty nine number, on it, we should do something sexy related.
1: I think so. I mean, the That's next what else is there? Four twenty. Yeah, it's like four twenty. Far.
0: Yeah, it's a long way away. <laughs> yeah, one hundred. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, one hundred sixty nine. That'll be the next one. All right, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. We appreciate you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Anyway, me and my wife were sitting outside indulging on our porch one night, enjoying ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside, and after a few moments, I hear my wife go, holy shit, get out here. So I quickly dash back outside. She's looking up at the sky in awe. fall. I look up, too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky. Thank you